everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. The holiday season, there's nothing like it, and if you're like me, the holiday season means movies. You know, we're with our family, the in-laws, the outlaws, friends, we like to watch movies. Is it just me, or are you sometimes overwhelmed by the choices we have with all of the movies? Now and then, Lisa and I will look at Netflix, go through the categories, maybe Hulu, maybe Amazon Prime, and after about 20 minutes of watching previews, we go, let's just go to bed. (laughs) So many choices. I have a confession to make, we are in church. I was in a movie in 2006. I signed the documents. I even had the SAG card, I think they call it. I was invited by a director to play a supporting role in a movie. I want to show you this film, my part, my supporting role in this movie. Again, low-budget family film entitled Miracle Dogs 2. Yes, him? Hi, I'm Zach. I'm the one that calls you. Zach, how are you doing? I'm John Moore. And man, was I happy to hear from you. Well, I got some friends who want to say thanks. These puppies are miracle dogs, too. Wow! Yeah, and you can have anyone you want. Mom? Sarah? It's okay. Really? <laughs> okay, which one do you want? Oh, Sarah choose. Oh, I like this little guy. Maybe the rest of the puppies can go with Dr. Jeff. Then he can take them to Rock and Oldies whenever one of the patients needs to feel better. You know what, actually, I have a lot of room at my place, and I think that's a very good idea. That's okay with you, John. Sounds great to me. Well, it looks like we got some new dogs. <laughs> oh, the little one Look is at you. Bad. Look at you. How cute. Hi. Life is definitely a full-length feature film, is it not? And I would argue life is a full-length forever feature film. And I would also say that the divine director, God, has invited us to his set to observe this Christmas story, this storyline, this script. If you have your Bibles, you might want to turn to the book of Luke, Luke chapter two. If you don't, that's fine. You have the FC app, and also we have view a verse. You can follow along. I'm gonna read a story from Luke chapter two. Dr. Luke, Luke was a physician, one of the disciples, and he's gonna tell us about this movie and about how it kind of unfolded. It's, It's very, very riveting. Luke chapter two, starting with verse eight. And there were in the same country shepherds, again, a squad of shepherds, 
Shepherds were outcasts, and these shepherds were probably tending the sheep used in the sacrificial system because back in the day, they would take an innocent lamb, spill its blood on the altar to atone for the sins of man. So these shepherds were in the shepherd's fields, they were called, outside of B-Town, Bethlehem. The shepherds abiding in the field, they were keeping watch over the flock at night. They were pulling an all-nighter, I'm sure sipping strong espresso. And lo, I like how it says this just matter-of-factly. The angel of the Lord, probably Gabriel, came upon them and the glory, say the word glory with me, glory, the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. What is glory? The glory of God would be the sum total of his attributes. God is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. His number one attribute is that of being holy. From holiness, you have a holy love, a holy grace, a holy sovereignty. Well, these angels, we're gonna find out, had been outside of the universe. They were just giving glory to God, which that's what angels do. In a nanosecond, this angel flew through hundreds of billions of stars, looked at this galaxy, that galaxy, and was like, you know, just check. Okay, yeah, it's that one, the small one, the Milky Way. There's that little star, the sun, and there's the blue planet, the earth, and, and we're supposed to be, be, be outside. Yeah, outside of Bethlehem, it tells me, in the shepherd's fields, and we see the star and all that, and, and, and that's what happened. So this angel, Gabriel, who is the messenger angel, he had so much glory on him, he literally had to wipe the glory off of his windshield. That's how much glory. So that quick. So many times we think that God is just a little bit higher than the airliners fly. Just at about 55,000, 60,000 feet. You know, just right there in the clouds. God is sovereign. He's magnificent. He's awesome. God is glorious. So when you hear the word glory, God is glory. It's the isness of God. Don't worry, you'll never understand it. No one on planet Earth is smart enough to understand the totality of the glory of God. Yet the Bible says, real quick, when we die, we go from this life, because this is a forever feature-length film, we go from this life to heaven. It's called glory. And you'll love this, we'll have new, ha-ha, glorified bodies because our bodies now would fry. We, we, we couldn't handle the glory of God. It will take us an eternity just to comprehend the magnificence and the glory of God. Glory. And I want you to notice something too. The glory of God is intrinsic. It's self-generating, self-perpetuating. The glory of God is independent. In other words, God doesn't need your glory or my glory. He doesn't need more glory. He's not like, man, I really need clicks and likes and views. He is glory. It's God's nickname. So what cold is to ice, what wet is to water, glory is to God. Uh, ice doesn't search for cold. Where's some cold? No, it just is. 
Water doesn't search for wet, it's just wet. God is glory. His attributes and activities are reflected in who he is. It's the brilliant blaze of who he is. I just wanna say again, a huge thanks for your generosity and for you partnering with us. No matter where you are, no matter what age or stage you find yourself in life, we have tools, we have books, we have resources to help you in this endeavor. So if you're not a part of our family here, we'll love for you to become a part. You can see what to do on the screen. So again, thanks for your generosity and let's go back to the message. What does it mean to glorify God? Because we're gonna talk about glory. It means to reflect Him in your life and mine and everything we do, say, touch, and feel. If we miss that, we'll miss the meaning of why we're here. Let me say that again. If we miss that, we'll miss our role because I have great news for you. Our great God, the divine director, is offering all of us an amazing role in this movie. Are you in his movie? Are you in his movie? His movie is about glory. So the angel came upon these shepherds and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. I would, I would be afraid as well. And the angel said unto them, verse 10, fear not for behold, I bring you, you gotta love this, good tidings of great joy, which shall be assigned to all people. God is good. That doesn't mean we always understand God. There are many things that God does I don't understand. I still have faith, but I don't understand God all the time. I have faith in my iPhone 11, but I don't understand all of the intricacies of it, but I have faith in it. People are like, oh, I just don't have enough faith to become a Christian. That's a bunch of bunk. No, no, no. We have faith in everything we do, say, touch, and feel. So. The deal is, we're made to glorify God. We're hardwired to glorify God. And we always glorify human beings, someone or something. And God says, if it's not him, then we're wasting our lives, just, just straight up, to put the cards on the table. If we're not going, wow, God, it's your movie, not mine, then we're missing understanding who we are and where we're going and what's up with life. This angel announced something just, just uh, earth-shattering. It snapped the heads of the shepherds. People were, were, were freaking out. Good tidings of great joy. Again, God is good even when we don't understand him. My mother died an excruciating death just several years ago. I've, I've been around a lot of people. I've been in a lot of hospital situations. Being a pastor, I've seen a lot of people die. She had a hellacious death. My mother loved the Lord, one of the best Christian women ever, ever. So for someone to come up to me and go, oh, Ed, you know what? God is good all the time, and you know, he loves you. That's not enough. Well, you're, you're forgiven, man. That's, again, not enough. And that's why so many people turn their backs on God and leave. That's why so many people leave the church. They don't understand the glory of God. Stay with me now. God's glory is so massive, it's so huge, it is a net big enough to take our doubts, 
our questions, our pain, our suffering, and our remorse. The glory of God. How about this? Jesus, living a perfect life, being tortured, dying on the cross for the sins of the world. Something that I don't deserve. You don't either. God allowed that. What seemed like defeat was complete victory. So in many situations in life that we don't understand, we have to say, God, I don't understand it. I prayed that my mom would be healed. She wasn't. I don't understand it. One day, God promises me, Ed, you'll understand the deal. It's the glory of God. God's magnificence, his holiness, his ways are higher than our ways. You can't figure God out. And he'll get out of every box you try to put him in. God is sovereign. He knows what's going to happen. Yet we have a freedom of choice. That'll blow a circuit in your brain if you try to figure that out. You can't. That's where we have to trust. So glory is, is, is happening in this, in this Christmas story. Glory is about the movie that God has for you and me. So, so, then, the, so then the angels, uh, and, and then this first angel shows up, and then some more angels show up. Verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, and I love this, a Savior, because we didn't need a political figure. You know, we didn't need like a coach. We didn't, we didn't need some CEO. We needed a Savior because of our sin. He's a Savior. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, white cloths. And I like to say, it, it's as if it was, a, it was a peace flag, a surrender flag, lying in a manger. And the manger was the desk where the treaty of peace was signed, sealed, and delivered. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. And this multitude of heavenly hosts, they would embarrass Kanye's choir. Chick-fil-A! I mean, these, these singers were just absolutely ginormous and ridiculous. They said two things, two things, two things. Number one, they said, glory to God in the highest. Say that with me. Glory to God in the highest. That's the first thing the angel said. Now, that was at the top of their playlist. They've been saying that for squillions of years. They're in heaven. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. But they added something, the second phrase, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Say that with me. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So the big idea is the glory of God. That's the, that's the number one building. The second building is... Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Don't flip the script. In other words, keep the glory of God on the top shelf. And on the bottom shelf, it's about your life and mine. But what I try to do, I will sometimes invert that and go, no, 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 it's about my movie. Oh, it's about me. I'm the star of the show, and Jesus, come on in. You can kind of hang out with me, but you got to do what I'm going to tell you to do. And once you don't do what I think you should do, like heal my mother, I'm out of here, man. 
Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. We take the primary and make it secondary and take the secondary and make it primary. We flip the script. All the different categories that are out there when we choose movies, it's amazing. And, and, and some of the categories are represented right here in this Christmas story and in this full-length feature film. The first is drama. Who in here likes drama? Ladies raise their hands, I understand that. <laughs> Guys, we like drama too, you know, you know, drama, drama. Guys always say, I don't want to do drama, man. Yeah, we do, we like some drama. Well, think about this drama. The devil, he was called Lucifer, was in the heavenlies, and his number one thing was to glorify God. He got tired of it, so he flipped the script. He tried to usurp God. He tried a kingdom coup. It didn't work out because he inverted it. He was kicked out of heaven. A third of the angels fell with him, and they're now the realm of the demons, the demonic in our world today. And if you don't think there's evil in the world, if you don't think there are demons all over the place, wake up and smell the coffee. Get your head out of the sand. Just read the paper. Go online. We all have this southward, downward, natural pull toward depravity. No one taught me how to sin. I just know how to do it, man. I'm a natural born sinner, and so are you. Yet I have the ability to compare myself to people who sin more spectacularly than I do. That's just me. Oh, I'm better than him. Oh, I'm better than her. I would, I would never do that. Think about Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve did the same thing. Adam and Eve were born in the Garden of Eden. God made them, you know, and, 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 and they were glorifying God. And they chose, because temptation, to flip the script. It's about me. And, and it's about my movie, God, and it's not you. And that's when sin entered the equation. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have what? Sinned and fallen short of the there it is, glory of God. There's the word again, the glory of God. Well, sin must have a payment. And when Adam and Eve sinned, you know what God did? God did something they'd never seen before. God took an innocent animal, killed it, spilled its blood on the soils of the garden, used the coverings of the animal to cover their nakedness, a foreshadowing of a coming attraction. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose again, when I became a believer, Galatians 3.27 tells me, check this out, for all of you were baptized into Christ, have, uh, what, what, what? Clothed yourselves with Christ. I'm clothed with Jesus. It's not my righteousness, it's his. It's not my holiness, it's, it's his. And that's what it means to step into this supporting role to be in the movie. We're born again, we're saved, we're rescued. So we got drama, we got horror, the horror of sin. Sin must have must have a payment. Sin is not like my bad or I screwed up or let me take a mulligan or I made a mistake or it's not some, some line, some lawyer will write, it's my responsibility, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. It's committing sin. It's falling short of God's glory. So there's a gap 
between ourselves and God that we cannot make up. I don't care how philosophical you are, how religious you are, how smart you are, how rich you are, how big you are, how bad you are. One day you're gonna die. One out of one die. I checked the stats right before I walked out. You're going to die. But you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. And this is a full-length feature film that God wants you to accept. And once you accept it, you're gonna live forever with him. And it starts right here. Your role starts right here. So God orchestrated this amazing action and adventure to have Jesus be born in a manger, a crib, and then to live this perfect life, to die on the cross for our sins, so the crib, the cross, and then to rise again, the empty tomb, the crypt. So you could say Christmas is, if you want to alliterate, it's about the crib, the cross, and the crypt. Action and adventure. And on top of that, you got romance. I'll end with romance. Romance. That's a category out there. God has romanced you. You're here, my friend, sent by the divine director himself. You have a chance to step into this role. But you know what? I can't make this decision for you. I wish I could, but I can't. God is the audience. See, we think because we're all into social media, the people are the audience. And yeah, they are on one level, but the level I'm talking about is God is the audience because there's one movie, glory, one villain, the devil, one star, Jesus, one script, the Bible, one audience, God, one theme, the rescue, and one supporting role. It's for you, my friend. So are you going to accept the role. That's the question. Because there's going to be levels in heaven. What are you doing with what God's given you? Your giftedness, your abilities, your resources, your personality. What are you doing? Because many people think, well, you know, I prayed a little prayer and I guess I'm in. Well, maybe you are. But Jesus said, I will know my followers by what they produce. Now, obviously, we're saved by grace through faith, period. But also, Jesus will see and know if we're followers by what we produce, where we go, what we say, what we look at. Now, there's another judgment that is for those people who have rejected the role in the movie. And people sometimes will tell me, I just can't. I just can't follow a God that hurls people to hell. God does not, let me say it again, I repeat, God does not hurl anyone to hell, ever. It's never in the Bible, it's not in the Bible. You choose to go to hell, it's your choice. It's God's will for everyone to go to heaven. So if you say no, and many people will, but if you say no to this role, when you die and clock out of here, God will say, you know what? I want to give you a greater measure of what you desired in earth. You didn't want to, to, to be in my movie and use your gifts and abilities in your role. You said no to me over and over again. And I don't know how many opportunities you'll have. So God will say, I'll give you a greater measure of what you desired on planet earth and you will spend eternity away from God. Yeah, I want to go to hell because I can party with my friends. My friend, if your friends are in hell, you won't know it. It's utter isolation. 
Hell is a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's utter regret. You realizing forever and ever you had an opportunity to step into the role and you said no. Glory to God in the highest. That's the movie. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. The role for your soul is absolutely awesome, ladies and gentlemen. And it's God's will and his plan to robe you and clothe you in righteousness, to rescue you, to save you, and to, to turn your life around so you'll see the reason for living in this full length forever film. But the director is saying, this role is for you. What do you say? Thank you for listening. And thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.